Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. We're entering Thanksgiving week. As I'm entering this week, I'm reminded of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there are two categories, deficiency needs and growth needs. I like Maslow's hierarchy of needs because right now things seem so complicated. And when we think about the way we work through our lives, we can go back to Maslow's approach and relate to it. Sometimes it's just helping us make the complex simple. And I believe Maslow's hierarchy of needs helps us do that. So when we look at the deficiency needs, if you remember back on Maslow's hierarchy, there are the basic needs and psychological needs. And our basic needs are physiological, food, water, warmth, rest, also aligned to safety, being safe and secure. Our psychological needs include belongingness and love needs, our intimate relationships. Our relationships with our family and friends are important. And psychological needs also include esteem needs, feeling accomplished, feeling valued, having some prestige attached to us. And the growth needs are aligned to what Maslow calls self-fulfillment needs or what we all know to be self-actualization. Achieving one's full potential at work, in our personal lives, and in many instances, it's the place where it allows us to build our creativity. We move back and forth based on what is happening to us. We can move through the hierarchy of needs and we can see where we are from time to time. It's difficult to focus on growth when we're feeling deficits in basic and psychological needs. As we've experienced COVID and disruptions that have come along with it, we as people and a world are feeling deficits. Here are a few things that come to top of mind for me. I know you have your own, so you can think about those as well. In the the past several months, as you all know, I live in Pensacola, Florida, and and, uh, we've gone through one of the many hurricanes, Hurricane Sally. When we go through a hurricane, we're back to our basic needs. Are we going to have food? Are we going to have shelter? Are we going to be able to to take a warm shower? Or when are we going to be able to take a warm shower after we spend hours and hours and hours through the cleanup? No electricity, sometimes no water. And if we do have water, We don't have that warm shower that sometimes makes us feel so good. And I know there are certain people out there who never have that. And in this Thanksgiving, let's think about them. Something else that comes top of mind is working in higher education institutions. I see that that we tend to be so critical of others' work. You know, our tendency in higher ed is to look for what's wrong rather than what's right. I know sometimes I have to really toughen my skin when I provide something to my higher education colleagues because the first thing they're going to do is look for what's wrong and they're going to find it quickly and they're going to be very vocal about that. And so we, it's been part of our culture in higher ed. We have a culture of pushing back and looking at the critical aspects of work. And sometimes I've wondered over the years why we haven't focused on helping our colleagues understand that there's so much that they do that's right and recognizing that. I think we can do better. Sometimes I think we do the same thing as teachers with students. How many times do we give critical feedback to students when we forget to give them the positive first? It's just what we do, not because we're trying to be hurtful, 
because sometimes we're trying to make people better, help things get better. And the other thing that's top of mind for me is it's just the way we treat people who we pay services to. I think that tells a lot about ourselves. Just because people pay for services doesn't necessarily mean we can treat them poorly. We can provide feedback if the services aren't met. How we do that determines if we achieve the best outcome and how we interact with them makes a difference to us and to them. And when we are eating at a restaurant, how do we treat the person providing the service? What about when we're checking out at the grocery store? How do we treat that person? In our own work with all of you who are partners with us, we do service excellence or support services survey. We provide feedback to our colleagues who are providing services to us, and we provide them with a score, and we also provide them with comments. And I know as I've read through some of those comments, they, they're very harsh and very hurtful. We forget to use language that is more beneficial than hurtful. Sometimes we're just doing it because we want to express our anger. We're impatient with our service providers. So I think when we do that, we have to ask ourselves, what outcome are we trying to achieve? And it's our intent to make someone else feel bad. And it's usually not. We're just expressing our anger or something that we're dissatisfied with. And at the end of the day, I think we have to internalize that within ourselves to say, are we helping those individuals get better? And does it make us feel better or worse? As we enter this Thanksgiving week, let's, let's truly give to others. Let's give the simple gifts. As we are with our families and work, interacting with others, let's do these things. First, let's practice three to one. Remember that? Three compliments to one criticism. Gets us a positive outcome or a positive interaction. Start with the three positives. And then if you need to give people feedback that's more on the critical side, make sure you, you start with the, with the positives. And maybe this Thanksgiving, let's just give positives. Let's, let's forget about the criticism if we can. And secondly, greet people with a smile and a kind hello. This makes me think of my grandfather. When I was young or even at an older age, I'd walk beside him into a grocery store or down the road or, you know, sitting in the car. And, uh, and he would whistle and, and he whistled and he would sing. And when he would see people, he would smile and he'd say hello and he'd find something that he could compliment them on and built the interaction and probed and asked them questions. And it gave individuals the opportunity to smile and to engage in a positive way. The older I get, the more I want to model my grandfather's behavior. I saw how important it was for him and to others, and it made such a lasting impact on me. Third, ask someone, is there something I can do to be helpful to you? How can I help you? And just a simple example. One of my favorite places in Pensacola, Florida is the Pensacola Bay Brewery. It overlooks Seville Square and right across from the water and great outdoor area. So people sit and engage and interact. Now we're social distancing doing that. And the, the you know people leave, they leave their glasses on the table. And that's because the service providers pick them up. And sometimes I see that they're so busy or they're short staffed just trying to, to make a living. And what I've, what I've just learned to do is look around and just go through and pick up the glasses on the table and take them in and, and, and give them to the, to the people that I, that I've grown to care for as the service providers at the Pensacola Bay Brewery. And let's express gratitude for even the smallest things. When my client leaders take time to talk to us with everything else on their plates and the stress that they're dealing with, I'm so grateful to you. When people give us their time, Let's thank them. 
I hope at the end of every conversation, I give you my gratitude for taking the time to talk with me and connect with me. And last, let's tell people how important they are in our lives, people that we care about and people that we love. Let's tell them that. I believe in people. Our world is challenging in these times of change and disruption, and we're experiencing the deficit needs, our basic and psychological needs. You know, all of us need to be safe. Let's make commitments to keep others safe during this pandemic. All of us need to feel loved and valued. Let's value others. And let's, you value yourself. You're important. And all of us need to feel accomplished. Let's look for the things to recognize in others. Focus on what's right rather than what's wrong. Let's live what Mother Teresa teaches us. Let no one ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Be the living expression of God's kindness, kindness in your face, kindness in your eyes, and kindness in your smile. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.